0: Welcome to the Business Collective Podcast with Terry Fletcher. Weekly conversations and insights on how to go from employee to consultant in any business field where your years of expertise can be showcased. Take your career to the next level, entrepreneurship. Now, here's your host, nationally recognized healthcare consultant, speaker, and author, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business Collective Podcast. My name is Terry Fletcher. So I wanted to kind of take us back to why I started the Business Collective Podcast. And why did I do that? Well, I really wanted to have something that explained why people do what they do, why we're entrepreneurs, why we are taking the time to... Explain to you, you know, going from employee to entrepreneur is a tough transition. And are you there? Are you do you see the signs? Is it time to transition from employee to entrepreneur? And that's why I started this podcast, just to kind of give you the the mindset, the thought process to determine if that's where you're at. Because let's face it, entrepreneurship is not easy. It's risky, it can be stressful. And the success rate for new businesses really isn't all that encouraging. So why do people become entrepreneurs, which really means working for yourself? Usually it's because we find that simply working a job just isn't enough. We need to challenge ourselves and to test our ideas and to take control of what we're doing and working for someone else just can't justify or satisfy that kind of personal drive. So how can you be sure that you are ready to make that change? and really go break out on your own. I mean, how is it? How do you know when you are ready to not work for somebody else, um, not be a, um, I I hate to call it a wage earner, because you're still going to make money, obviously, otherwise, it's a hobby, but really just be in charge and of your own domain. I know plenty of people that fantasize about owning and running their own business. But more often than not, those same people prefer to wait until a business is handed to them instead of striking out on their own. So let's look and see if you are ready to make that change, but before you do, if you don't recognize a few signs that it's time to transition, then maybe it isn't. So make sure you're honest with yourself. And today's episode is the seven signs that it's time to transition from employee to entrepreneur. So number 1, you're passionate about your work, but not your job. So that was it for me. You know, I I had was started in the Um, nursing community and then moved on to the administration part of healthcare and just working for other people and being in the, the confines of that while continuing to educate myself, fill myself up with information, know where to find information that was accurate, current and doing my due diligence just gave me such joy out of the work I'm doing and how it was not only helping other people, but also helping me just to be so, um, I hate to keep using the word "educated," but insightful as far as what was going on out there in the uh, in the climate of healthcare. And so I just, you know, when I first started in in healthcare, I really enjoyed my work, and I liked helping people do what they needed to do. And it was challenging, but I never felt passionate about working it for somebody else. I had my own ideas for what it should look like and feel like and I didn't want to um, stick to a specific schedule. Funny story is that when sometimes I'd want to work late because it was quiet and they'd be like, okay, we're closing up now you have to go. And it just kind of lost my momentum. So I didn't care to have my schedule and workload set for me every day. Of course, now I'm busier than I ever was and I have more workload now, but you know what? I'm passionate about what I do and that should sound familiar to any successful entrepreneur. And so even seemingly interesting jobs may need to be sacrificed for your true passion. So when asked You know, what is it that you really want to do? Ask yourself that. Are you passionate about your work, but maybe not your job? Number two is you're sick and tired of just thinking about it. Everybody dreams at least a little about what it would be like to um, be in charge at work, leading a team and following your own rules or just leading yourself. And dreaming is just about enough for most people. But if you find yourself beginning to actually resent your own entrepreneurial dreams because you haven't done anything about them then traditional employment is just not going to satisfy you. It's time to take a risk. And if you're not a risk taker, then just, you know, maybe get out of the business. Because unless you want that place of comfort, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying if you if you need that comfort, steady paycheck, benefits, all that, and, and you're not willing to step out of that comfort zone to see what you can do with your knowledge, your expertise, And into the workforce um, within your at your rules, then you're not ready yet. So that was number two. Number three is you want to help others. You know, I know that sounds strange being an entrepreneur. Why am I helping others? Well, if there's one thing that separates entrepreneurs driven to build large successful enterprises, it's the pleasure they take in not just building a team and giving opportunity to others, but also sometimes taking other people under your wing that you really support. I know a couple of times I've done that, um, giving somebody some advice based on how I started my business. I just recently did that with a really good friend of mine telling her that she needed to have a membership um, system with what she does because um, she just gives such good information as well. And there's room for everybody in, you know, almost every genre. So don't think because you're lifting somebody else up that you're taking business away from yourself quite the contrary actually i was podcasting this morning on a different platform with a healthcare attorney and we were both talking about you know certain things with some of the provider relief funding for example and because i'm i'm usually very helpful with other people trying to get them to um you know to the next level and explain well i would do it this way or what do you think about this but giving them the the option to obviously for input I just got very a good compliment as far as you're always there to help. And so what can I do for you? And I really like that. I really like that somebody can seize that. And so if you're willing to help others, that's one step closer. Just find out if you have the support. So, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of time people say that they're loners, they're vagabonds, they're troublemakers. And success is simply a matter of finding and surrounding yourself with open-minded people, clever people who can take our insane hours and our insanity of what we want to do and put it to good use. You know, it's that's a great way to, to kind of put it. Something a lot of people don't understand about entrepreneurship is that we can't do it alone. You have to have somebody who has your back while you're out risking everything to accomplish your goals. It can be a spouse, a partner, a parent, maybe a committed investor, an educator, or a mentor, somebody else that it can be multiple someones, you know, to help you out with that. But somebody's got to help to ensure that you have food, shelter, a shoulder to cry on, even insurance if you need it. That was my big thing, making sure that I had a spouse at the time. And yes, I'm on my second marriage, but making sure that that person, my partner, was able to have uh, my health insurance so I didn't have to worry about that. And so that, that's been a, a really big deal for me but I have the support. My husband will bring me uh, coffee in the morning. He knows I have a busy day. I do so much virtually. Um, he'll close the door to my office I, since I work from home and have a dedicated office space. And then he'll go about his day. He's retired. He goes and does what he needs to do, but always checking on me. You know, Do you need anything? What can I do? And so that's so nice to have somebody like that. Number five is you have a great idea, but where will it lead? So it takes more than will to lead to be a great entrepreneur. You've got to have either something to sell, whether it be tangible item or it could be um, or or it could be a service related item, which is what I do. I'm in the service marketplace, if you will. And if you're not obsessed with a new idea, you know, then it's really hard to uh, quit your job. You have to find something that nobody else is doing or that you could do differently to put you in that space that you want to be in. And so, for example, Steve Jobs could have spent years building video games for Atari, but he had a vision for making a personal computer accessible and engaging to everybody. And that's what made him succeed, where a lot of people failed in that area. And the idea sustained him even after Apple (laughs) fired him. So the message, you've got to ask yourself, what what is the point of borrowing money or working day and night? just to be, and they call it either an encyclopedia salesman or another mousetrap salesman. And again, if it is, you don't always have to go down the road of borrowing money, etc. cetera, especially if you're in the service-based business. So if you need um, inventory, then it's a different story. And then number six, you've got a plan. Big ideas are great, but they'll call you crazy and they don't get you anywhere if you don't have a plan for realizing them. So you have to have some kind of a plan and and that has to be in white paper. So you need to do careful market research, you need to forecast your financing, Um, you have to have a realistic plan because a wild vision may not become a reality and do not quit your day job until you have a plan and how to put it into place. And then number seven, and this is why a lot of startup uh, businesses fail, is you don't have a backup plan. So no matter how grand your ideas are, no matter how careful your plan could be, you could be putting yourself at risk by becoming another statistic when you step out on your own if you don't have something that works on the first try. And sometimes it really doesn't. So have a backup plan to pursue um, to keep you afloat if the first thing doesn't work. And remember, backup plans are important because nowadays there's a lot of people, especially the pandemic, I think, stemmed this quite a bit. There's a lot of people who are trying to um, start something and it never, not not like ever before. And so I always get people say, well, I want to be you or I want to be in the business like you are. And they want to start, and this is going to sound weird, but they want to start at the top without working their way up to that point. If I've been in the business for 35 years then obviously, I've been here a while, so I have name recognition. Well, you you have to do things to get that. You have to be visual. You have to put your name out there. And you've got to make sure that uh, you're at least following some steps and following some plans to make that happen. So take these in mind. And again, just to reiterate, you know, you're passionate about your work and not your job. Is that something that you, you feel is you? You're sick and tired of just thinking about it. You want to help others. You have backup support to become an entrepreneur. Maybe you have a great idea that you know could make happen. You've got a plan and it's not just a business plan, but just a plan how to make things work. And then you also have a backup plan. So that's where you want to start. If you want to be an an entrepreneur, want to work for yourself, and hopefully that is you. So everyone, that's it for today. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks on the Business Collective Podcast. Make it a great day and a great rest of your week. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Business Collective podcast. Drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out our website and blog at www.business-collective.com.